apologize. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, they're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Professional wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> All the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. But it's just that everybody's like, oh, do I say ASMR? I whisper now because I have no imagination. Why are we doing this? And I think that's just what's whispering. No, it's just... And it's just like noise isolation or something like that? No. It is not noise isolation. Uh, ASMR is basically some kind of an auditory stimulus which puts you at calm or at ease. It got really pervy and porny on YouTube, yes. and they finally kicked it off. Because everybody's like, oh, ASMR is whispering. I'm going to fucking whisper. And it makes me want to punch people. But Hello like, there. <laughs> this is Obi-John Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> and this is an all-new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. Sorry, Talk Nerdy to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, get it right. We've changed the name. Uh, with me this week... Uh, I'll just go around the upturned stool that is this show. Mm. The most creatively named man in all of podcasting, Corhan. Mr. Double Time. Mr. Double Time. <laughs> Short timer. <laughs> the the man in traitor. possession of the, uh, what was the wild card thing from the, the brand split where you could be on whatever show? Uh, the, the wild card rule? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wild, the card, wild rule. card rule briefcase is what I have. I need to buy one Corhan. of those. I'll, I'll buy one of those cheap knockoff money in the bank cases in there Tampa. You there you go. Uh... <laughs> The world's biggest St. Louis Battlehawks fan and resident expert on all things guns, beer, and titties, Julian. Goddamn right. <laughs> and I have no idea what I ordered. Yeah. Back <laughs> after a long absence, uh, the not, man who keeps the nerd in top nerdy to me, Commander Scott. I was in the Delta Quadrant. It happens. It go, does. Go further <laughs> next time. <laughs> I almost passed out. You're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> But we love him because you brought us all bourbon. Bourbon is life. Uh, so Seltzer well, is life. Porn is life. Life can be more than one thing. I'm <laughs> just saying that. Well, you didn't even say what life was to you. He said bourbon. He said life seltzer. is a well-organized notepad. Ooh. That's fair. Did you get a new notepad? Or are we still rocking no. the back? No, of I the bought one? like an eight pack like two years ago, and we're still working through those. Uh, so there's some yeah. If you flip is it like dirty just, underwear? You just flip it inside out and wear it again. Some, yeah, I mean it, the sheets have two sides, so you know. There you go. <laughs> uh, Here we are. <laughs> welcome to an all new episode. Uh, I promise we'll actually get things going and moving. Uh, first of all, things he said in the bedroom before. Mm. <laughs> things he said in the bathroom before. <laughs> <laughs> all true. <laughs> first of all. Thank you for listening to Tottenham to Me Classic. If you haven't yet, check out our new spin-off sister <laughs> show, Brand Split. <laughs> Best friends in the world. Yeah, that's what they call it anyway. Uh, it's a show. They talk what about a stuff. weak-ass name. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, what did you guys talk about this week to plug? Uh, this week we talked about 
TV pilots, not necessarily like our favorites or anything, but what makes a good or bad TV pilot and what you really want out of a good show. And um, it, you know, what we, like this show does, we go down the rabbit hole and uh, have to rabbit back a few times, but it was a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. Um, you'll hear us talk about some shows you'd expect out of us and a couple you actually wouldn't, so. All right. It was fun. I, I think my favorite TV show pilot is Wash from Firefly. He was a good pilot. God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say the dudes from Wings. Those are very good TV pilots. I was going to say the, the Lowell brothers, but Lowell was the fucking janitor. He was the mechanic. Yeah. He was the mechanic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go way back. What was the name of the uh, squad leader from Space Above and Beyond? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, that guy. That's my favorite. That guy was yeah. good. Uh, That's so, a deep cut. Also... Let's not forget Pappy Boyington and Black Sheep Squadron. Shit, what's the uh, what Baloo Starbuck? from Tailspin? There you go. Uh, Baloo from Tailspin. Or Starbuck, the original. Starbuck. No, I liked. I like Katie Sackhoff. I prefer the original only because he moonlighted on the A Team. So Dirk yeah. Benedict is my Dirk favorite. <laughs> what was the, no, what no, was the pilot the on uh, DuckTales? What's his name? Launchpad. Launchpad. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't but remember. No, no, Murdoch is the, the pilot in uh, A Team. Yeah, helicopter. Dirk yeah. Benedict was a pilot in, in, in yeah, and then he he's also in the A team, which is a different about. character. I'm sticking he's, with I'm sticking with Baloo from Tailspin. And, and he has the uh, the the awesome scene in the opening sequence of A team once they get past season three. I the think. Cylon walks by. The he does the double take to camera. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> enough of that. Uh, our actual first topic this week is an update on something we talked about uh, a few times last year, so I figured we should bring it up now that it's prudent again. And, and hold is, on, okay. before we get too far into it, I owe you a huge apology on this. You, you, you. Me? Yeah, you. Write it okay. down, John. It is <laughs> February 19th, 7.53 p.m. Because uh, you, my friend, said that you thought it would make a big difference. And I disagreed and said I didn't think it would change the ticket sales or numbers it did at the box office at all. And well, I, don't, don't get too ahead of us. So we're talking <laughs> about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, last year we talked several times about how... So the big story was they put the trailer out. Uh, everyone said, wow, Sonic looks like absolute dog shit. Uh, he looks creepy. He has teeth. His face looks human. Why did you do this to Sonic? Dear, please, God, stop. You know, it hurts my eyes, my eyes. The bees are in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> So, in a very rare move, the studio said, okay, we heard you. And they pulled the movie from release, took, I think it was like four or five months to redo all the visuals for Sonic, and then put it out. It came out just this past weekend. Uh, and it opened to $58 million opening weekend. Uh, as of today, it's at $113 million worldwide on a budget, a reported budget of $85 million. Uh, I don't know if that's before or after the redoing of Sonic. Uh, the it's got a of Sonic that bankrupted a company. Well, this is kind of the saving grace of Paramount right now. Oh, yeah. Paramount well, no, it, needed it a bankrupted hit. Bankrupted the company that went back through and did all. The, oh, the visual effects company. Yeah, 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 yeah they're underground. Yeah, yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're done. Uh, but it made money, and people seem to enjoy it. It's got a sixty-five percent Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-four percent audience score Jesus. from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Remember last week how we talked about it's always one over the other. Mm -hmm. uh, Metacritic score forty-seven, audience score eight point six. So audiences seem to enjoy it. It's making quite a big, uh, a big deal of money. So back to what you were bringing up: was it worth pulling it from its original release date and redoing yes. all the? Okay, two trillion percent. Yes. 
Uh, a, a resounding fuck yes. It was never, it was never going to do these numbers if it hadn't been redone. You would have had, uh, I, I, I'd even say it did 58. It barely, if even, would have broken 30 otherwise. It would have done cat's numbers. Like, Oof. it would have done, like, 28. Ouch. Yeah. Maybe. Wow. That's maybe well, no, it's harsh because cats only made twenty seven its entire run. And you no, that's what I'm saying. Damn, I think I don't. The backlash <laughs> about that movie and how awful that rat <laughs> thing looked before they redid it. It was just awful. Yeah, but yeah, they they did a complete one eighty. It was worth every penny, just like I said it would be. So don't ever question me again <laughs> <laughs> on anything ever. Oh, come on. Uh, All right, well, no, I, I Adam think, Cole, baby, baby. <laughs> uh, I think another big thing that helped it is. Moving it to a four-day weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget Definitely. what it was originally scheduled to come out for, but obviously being out on a four-day weekend, it had that dovetail between President's Day and Valentine's Day. Um, and then all weekend, positive word of mouth. I mean, my Facebook uh, um, wall was full of people saying, just got to see in Sonic. It was really fun. Uh, I think that really helped. By, by Monday, uh, if I'd had the day off, I would have gone and seen it just because, again, it's gotten so much good word of mouth. And going into this, and still kind of right now, like, I don't give a shit about Sonic. I was never a big Sonic whoa, fan. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 There's another whoa, brand split. Yeah, God, it's right down the middle of this. I don't get too I also don't give Sonic. a shit about oh, Mario. Yeah, I went there. I'm not a platforming guy. I'm not saying I didn't. Yeah. I, played, I played Sonic 2. Who fucking hurt you? <laughs> Why are me and him all of a sudden on a team again? I was trying to get away from this motherfucker, and now I, you leave me no just, choice. Just when you thought you were out. Yeah. They forced you back in. Right, the enemy is, and my enemy is my friend. What this, the fuck just this happened? This has been unpopular hot takes with Scott and John. <laughs> Two spicy dickheads in here trying to ruin all our fun. Don't like... Wait, did you play Uncharted? Yeah. Uncharted is a fucking like, action I wasn't platformer. talking about Uncharted. I it's said. an action platformer. Two, two, you don't like platformers. Is Castlevania platformers. Castlevania is a platformer? Let, let me ask you. In, in, in the Sonic games, the ones that I haven't played, do you run real fast, jump, and get rings? Yeah. Do you do that in every single goddamn one of them? Nope. There's a pinball one, dickhead. <laughs> ah, suck uh, it, nerd. Do you run really there's, fast? Sometimes. You don't run. There's an Olympics one, too. You gotta do other shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's up? Diversify. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my original point, I'm not a big fan of the Sonic games, but based just on word of mouth, I am interested enough to go see this movie. Uh, I, again, I played Sonic 2. I think I played whatever the Sonic for Game Gear was. I think it was Sonic and Tails, maybe? I think it was uh, just called Sonic the Hedgehog. I was aware yeah. of the show with uh, uh, Steve Urkel, Jaleel White, doing the voice mm-hmm. of the character. That's about my the beginning and end of my Sonic knowledge. No, I played so, all of them. Sonic I played 1, 2, 3. Uh, Adventure on Dreamcast was fucking amazing. Sonic and Knuckles was Sonic, fantastic. Is Sonic and Tails one of them? No. Was that the Game Gear th- one? No, Wasn't I think Sonic that was and the... Knuckles was the one that you could take the other cartridge and put on it, right? Because they wanted, they wanted them to be one game, but they realized uh, that Sonic and Knuckles was, like, adding Knuckles in was going to go beyond the level of the cartridge. So if you had Sonic... <laughs> the like, 32 Sonic X. and Knuckles had this thing you could, like... You could literally just flap open the top of the cartridge and plug Sonic 3 in on top of yep. it. Yep. <laughs> it was interesting. That's a whole other topic about how innovative Sega was. Yeah, but well, uh, <laughs> innovative or desperate? <laughs> innovative, still Damn innovative. Desperate. How many add-ons? Did Desperation the leads to innovation. They killed it. So does necessity, but it's fine. <laughs> My favorite thing about the Genesis is in the time of uh, nothing but dial-up, they had internet service. Yes, they did. They did. I can only imagine how long it would take to download a level of Vector Man. <laughs> 
Oh, Vector Man. But was before dope. it was dead, you had the Genesis Comic Zone. Comic Zone was classic game. I know, and it's dope <clears throat> as fuck. Kid Chameleon's on there too. Nice. You had the Genesis, the mm-hmm. 32X, yep, the, the Sega CD. CD. Wasn't there something else that all like Transformer Megazord came together to make a system? I can't remember if they because had... they wouldn't just put out a new system. I can't remember if they had the weird thing like uh, GameCube did, where you could attach the Game Gear to the Sega as well. But I don't remember. Yeah. Actually, I think they did. Yeah. Anyway, um, so and then there was the Dreamcast. I think we're all in agreement. It was the seems to have been a move that paid off. Yeah. Uh, for Paramount, they've got a nice big hit. Uh, again, none of us here have seen the movie. Yep. So wait, wasn't it the number one opening video game movie? Of it all is. Time? It is uh, domestic, I believe. Current. It's the well, domestic, other than Warcraft, yeah, yeah which was uh, highest grossing yeah. video game movie. Warcraft, uh, really? I was going to. It say, made like a that billion was huge dollars in, in China. China. I was going to guess that it was probably one of the Resident Evils because for some reason the uh, like. Asia ate those up too. Yeah, but no Warcraft. Like everybody, they, it was like a national holiday, and everybody yeah, went. To that's it. Fair. The, the yeah. box office was Warcraft. yeah. The box office. Was I didn't think it was good. terrible. Yeah, it actually, it was it. terrible, but I still liked it. I've got the Steelbook. <laughs> I had the uh, <laughs> I had the Warcraft Mike and Ike's when we went to go see the Ghostbusters 2016. Those were terrible. <laughs> those were probably stale <laughs> if they were pro. I mean, I watched anything with uh, that dude from Vikings in it. So Edge. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I, th- I think that was that was probably one of the the worst the worst parts of that movie was casting him because mm-hmm. he pretty much is just sure. playing his Vikings character again. Yeah, it's fine with me. You know, Scott, we're gonna fight. I don't know how else to say. <laughs> I can't sugarcoat it. I love you to death. I'm about to slap shit out of you. Nicole, you're next because I know you're coming. <laughs> that scares me. Good, good <laughs> luck. I love you to death, but my yeah. money's on Nicole. Let's see what happens. So before we totally ditch uh, uh, Sonic, question, and this is may not have an answer. It's just kind of an open ended thing to, to maybe talk about. So Sonic, listening to fans, changing the character, moving the release date, putting it out, it, it's worked in this one instance for Paramount very well. Mm-hmm. Is this a fluke, or should this become a trend of, of studios listening to audience feedback? God, I hope it's a fluke, because this, this whole thing of them actually listening to fans is just reinforced the people on the internet that their voice actually gets heard, and that's just a bad thing. This is a bad precedence <laughs> to set, completely. The internet needs to be completely anonymous and not actually make a difference at all. Otherwise, now people with you know those those with the, the petitions are going to think they're going to be able to actually affect change now. I think we did a whole. I mean, episode. it's on change.org, Scott. <laughs> Did it's we in do the main, dude? <laughs> Did we do an episode just, about oh. how change.org doesn't change a goddamn thing? All the Bernie supporters are putting guns in their mouths right now for everything you just said. <laughs> so you're back on the good side now. Is yeah, what we're okay. Fuck Bernie. Fuck uh, Bloomberg. No, so it's hot or cold. Um, no, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing, man. Listening to fans is not a bad thing because who's going to spend their money? The fans. Who's going to keep your franchise going? The fans. Who's going to ruin your franchise? The fans. It's all about the fucking fans. Like, I'm not saying you bend over and take it up the ass from the fans, but you got to listen. At least let it be heard. And I think this, sure. is a, this is a rare case of the fans were pretty unanimous about mm-hmm. we don't like the look of Sonic and... Is again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But as as far as I'm aware, nothing other than the actual physical look of Sonic changed. They yep. didn't reshoot anything. They didn't bring actors back in. They just literally went through and redid the VFX yep. for yep. Sonic. Now that took time and cost money, but it wasn't like 
Ghostbusters 2016 where, oh, the fans don't like this. Let's reshoot the whole movie with guys now. Like, yeah. or, or something along so, those lines. Right, right. There it is was, a fine line yeah. to how much you can change. It was, I mean, it was something that they could change fairly easily without changing the entire movie. And, and again, their reported budget is $85 million. It's probably more than that because I don't think that includes the, the, I mean, it's be the effect stuff. But, uh, really but like you said, I, I don't want, like, the Star Wars nerds that think they need to ship oh, yeah. every character. Yeah. Like, I don't want Poe I mean, and Finn, you know, fucking in the back yeah. of the Millennium I mean, Falcon. Like, don't you just... know? Can you imagine? Kind of now, it would have made the movie better. <laughs> it would have been something original. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> fucking light speed skipping. Eight and nine uh, would have been better. <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean, yeah, you get Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans thinking that their voice actually matters and, and they, <laughs> yeah. they should be, you know, well, listened to. Well, that's why I said yeah, if yeah. it's minimal like this, if it's purely... Uh, a visual effects kind of thing, I'm fine with it. But if you're retconning the entire universe and you're shoving characters in my face or making them fuck each other when they shouldn't, it's just... Yeah. Unless you're a shitty director like J.J. Abrams and you're just pulling in Felicity characters for no fucking reason. <laughs> we'll just put a bitch in a Tron helmet and let her fucking hang out over there and make it a Daft Punk video. We had and never to show conf- her face. We had you know? But other nerds, unlike me, knew who the fuck she was. And Julian, it served no purpose. We had to confirm that Poe was seriously not gay. I know. Well, then have him... Because that was apparently a really big concern for somebody higher up the chain. He got shot down. <laughs> that we... She said no. But now we she know was... he likes chicks. She likes shoving Babu Frick up her oh, pussy. Hold it's on, hold on, hold on, what? hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't know that he likes chicks. There was no mask coming up. We... Who it could have been a So really now we know he's into really Who's weird... Who's that kid on YouTube <laughs> that does the makeup tutorials? Jeffree Star? No, the other one. Jeffree Star looks like Marilyn Manson. Jeffree Star is all about all, all I got. No, it's like some kid. Uh, he's got short brown hair. I don't know. I mean, if he had fake titties, he'd probably be hot. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if I had fake titties, James Charles? Hot. Is that a thing? I, James I, Charles? I Charles James? If you've got an eight-year-old daughter, ask her and then get back to me because... It's James Charles. This has anyway, been, this has looks, been down the rabbit hole with Julian. So he looks like Flanagan normally, but when he gets all dolled up, he's a sexy bitch. I'm just saying. So, so anyway. Flanagan, what we're saying is a little bit of makeup. Yeah, yeah. Letters. Stop playing with Snapchat filters and just do the actual makeup. <laughs> do practical effects. Uh, all right. We're going to move on from uh, Sonic. Can we, like Ed, can we dress him up like Edward from Twilight? I mean, we can try. All right, cool. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> Our next topic today uh we're not straying too far everything today kind of fits into the same umbrella of of nostalgia uh good and bad and the ugly um so something i think we can all agree on and we enjoyed from our childhood is masters of the universe and stick with me i'm gonna rattle off some stuff and you tell me you're with me you're not with me okay so we're going to have a new Masters of the Universe series on Netflix. I'm in. Okay. Um, it's going to be a new animated series, uh, uh, executive produced by Kevin Smith. I'm out. Mm, yeah, fuck him. Okay. Uh, you should have died. Described as a limited series that focuses on the unsolved storylines from the classic series. There were unsolved storylines? Apparently. All right. Uh, I wasn't aware there were storylines past single episodes in the original series. Yeah, so. I, I honestly thought it was just Skeletor um, does something bad. He man punches Skeletor end of episode. So that's how it was they just... never actually punched each other in the original. <laughs> Metaphorically, there you go. So that's how it was described back in October when they announced it. Uh, then recently, we got our voice cast announced. We have Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Yes. Uh, Lena Headey as Evil Lynn. Hmm. Kevin Conroy, Batman himself, as Merman. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm interested about that one. Merman. Merman. Chris Wood as Man at Arms. Why as He Man. Man because Man at Arms is Liam Cunningham. Uh, I'd still, still like The Onion Knight. Badass British guy. Uh, Dietrich Bader from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, I know. He's in a lot more voice work, but he's yeah, still yeah. that guy from the Drew Carey show he to me. He's still that guy from the Drew Carey show. Is yes. Trapjaw. Okay. Henry Goddamn Rollins as oh, Triclops. Yes. Black yes, Flag yes. Henry Rollins. <laughs> yes. He would actually look good as Triclops. But if, you, if, you, aren't, if you aren't showing love to my dude. I'm not done yet. All right. <laughs> uh, Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila. Phil yeah. Lamar as Hero, which makes me excited because that's a deep cut character that from is the a mythology. Deep cut character. What, what are we doing? Pause for selfie. Pause for selfie. Selfie taken. Yep. Thank you. Uh, did I? Uh, sorry. It's, it's Kevin Smith, so of course Jason Mewes yeah. is Stinkor. Ah, see, that one I'm on for. Yeah, I love that one. And fucking, of course, Harley <laughs> Quinn Smith as Eilina, who's a character I don't remember. I don't remember her either. I think okay, then. I think she's brand uh, new. Just, did I drop somebody? No mention of Phil Lamar? I no, just said Phil Lamar. Lamar is hero because oh, well, he's a deep cut. I was taking pictures. Yeah, fucking listen. <laughs> I was taking, I was taking Jesus pictures, Christ. man. So back on board, cool, cool voice cast. Everyone's cool with that. Like, sounds yeah, fun. Yeah. Okay. At, at this point, it. at this point, if it's Kevin Smith, then I've kind of expected Harley Quinn Smith to be in it. I know. Yeah, yeah. What an unfortunate fucking name. His wife picked it. I don't believe yeah, that for a second. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, you were like half a beat ahead of me on that one. <laughs> okay, so uh, hold on, I need my phone behind you real quick because along with this voice cast, we got a new synopsis. Uh, and I'm just going to tee this off and let Commander Scott go, because uh, I told him to bottle this up. Uh, I know he's been wanting to rant about it for a while. Hold on, I got a snapshot of it, I thought. There we go, okay. <clears throat> Here's our new synopsis. After a ferocious final battle, Forever Fractures Eternia, it's up to Tila to solve the mystery of the missing sword of power and a race against time to prevent the end of the universe. Her journey will uncover the secrets of Grayskull at last. This is the epic He-Man and the Masters of the Universe saga fans have waited 35 years to see. Wrong. Yes, because I have waited 35 years to see a story centered around Tila. You know, it's called He-Man. Let's just lean back and enjoy this. Not not, not Tila. You know, I mean, how many times are we going to do this? How many times? We we got this, this, this stuff that people have been waiting for. Oh, cool. We're continuing this. Where's my characters that I love? Oh, yeah. Now, we're going to focus on this other character here, you know? I don't know. Like Star Wars did, you know? It just pisses me off. I, you hide it well. I, I'm just... I'm sorry. No, no don't apologize. Keep no. going. Keep it's fine, because the next question was, with an asterisk, is this really what fans have been waiting 35 years to see? No. In name only. Uh, and I think that I, Sarah Michelle Gellar is playing Tila. I don't know if I announced that or not. You did. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm kind of with Scott. So I was, <laughs> I was very excited about this because I'm a fan of He-Man, and that I remember it from my childhood, and I don't really remember a lot of specifics about anything. So I'm kind of a blank slate. Uh, I'm a fan of, of the the IP. Uh, a new animated Netflix series, awesome because Netflix has had some awesome animated series. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a, a graphic novel. There was a, a He-Man comic. Mm-hmm. That came out. Um, I'm, I'm not sure of the year. Um, I picked up the the first graphic graphic novel at uh, LCTC last year because the artwork looked phenomenal, and I can't remember what the story name was called. But I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome, you know? Yeah, Masters of the Universe, new. We got updated story, cool. It's nice art, comic. I like it. I started reading this thing. I got about three quarters of the way through it. I just, I, 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 I 
put put the thing down. I threw it down actually. Okay. Because three quarters of the way through it, He Man has not made an appearance yet. It's all Prince fucking Adam. Because he doesn't remember he's He Man. He has amnesia for the entire first goddamn volume. You have a hand raised, Carl. I, I have a question. Yes. Uh, I, I know we're doing the ASMR thing. Uh, who is Prince Adam? Prince Adam is He Man before he morphs into He Man. Who the fuck cares about that? Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and why do I have an entire like trade paperback of nothing but Prince fucking Adam that everybody in Under the Sun tried to remember that he's He Man? And you paid some bootlegger at Lexicon for it. You only got it for what? Well, please tell me you didn't pay over five dollars for that. Thirty-eight dollars. I refuse to answer that question. The grounds <laughs> the answer may incriminate me. Oh man, you paid like twenty bucks for it, didn't you? <laughs> Take a sip of your drink if it was twenty or higher. So it's twenty twenty, and we got He's another sipping. show about how Damn. a man has failed and lost the source of his power, and his woman has to save him. But she's going to cheat on him with another chick and have a female love interest. W. Whoa, man. That no, no, no. Oh. What? What happens when you uh, rise in the morning? You're woke. You get woke. And you might go broke, because this sounds <laughs> fucking terrible. I don't know what any of that means. Dude, we gotta get you out of your house. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> fucking... Just fine. get on YouTube for like eight minutes a day. So, <laughs> I'm with you guys, because no, this synopsis is not what fans wanted. Nope. Um, look, Skele- Mark Hamill's Skeletor is what fans want. Yes. yes. No, the, again, everything up until this new synopsis, I was on board with this. Even the Kevin Smith thing, because... <clears throat> and here's my thing. Masters of the Universe has been done and redone a lot over the past, whatever, 30, 40 years since it was created. Mm -hmm. So, bringing someone in who's not a self-professed, giant Motu fanboy, I think is a good idea. Someone who has an outside perspective to say, okay, I'm familiar enough with the characters, I get the franchise, but I'm not, like, super steeped in the mythology. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Uh, An outsider's opinion Mm -hmm. of what the franchise is to outsiders. Now, his writing staff, which I didn't write down, uh, are people who are very familiar with the, the, the Motu mythology. The yes, Scott yes. Mosier and the other comic book men nerds? <laughs> There's more people than that. But yeah, they're both on there. Of course they Because it's are. Kevin Smith, so all of his friends are getting work. Yeah, Mark Bernardin's on there too. Who? Uh, Mark Bernardin. Yeah, I don't know. He does the, the Fat Man on Batman podcast with them and the Fat Man Beyond. He's a, he's an actual working writer in Hollywood who somehow got partnered up with Kevin Smith for, for their podcast. Poor, Good writer. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Sucks to suck. Bringing, so mm-hmm. bringing in a fresh perspective is not a bad thing. Bringing in someone who's, who's um, again, a general fan, but not necessarily like fan. an uber fan of the franchise to help kind of figure out well, what's a new direction we can take this in? How do we make this different from all the other incarnations? No, he man, that's a good start. This, Let's... I was say, this is this is going a little too far, <laughs> Lady Thor. <laughs> we heard that's going to be big. Let's do the same thing. If well, see, and here's here's my argument Sports. to all that is is if you want female He Man, we have that. It's She-Ra. Literally was created after, yep. what, the second or third season of He-Man Something to like appeal yeah. to female fans. Yep. It is literally female He-Man. We already have that character. You've already taken that character and spun her off into a very successful Netflix series. It's got four seasons now. That's doing very well. And that's got all kinds of uh, LGBTQ multicultural representation. It's, it's, it's everything you want out of a modern woke cartoon series. And Julian is just like, I can tell. There's so many. Just hearing motions. those words is like nails on a chalkboard, too. I'm just watching like the hand <laughs> motions right now. You are just 
projected. I watched Power Rangers as a kid. I talked with my hands. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, so, again, I understand the thought process. I think this might be going a bit too far. Granted, we're judging a series we haven't seen any of yet, but if that's what it's really about is... is so, based on this description, the first episode is going to be a giant knockdown drag out fight between He Man and Skeletor and, and all the, the you know, side characters from both the good guys and the bad guys. And then the entire rest of the series, you know, from episode two forward, the entire rest of the show is Tila trying to find the power sword because He Man's gone now. Just, why are you raising your hand? It's a good shtick. Okay. Um, People can't see you. Can though. we just can we just make it like a Dragon Ball Z fight and stretch that fight out through like half the season? <laughs> no, because Dragon Ball Z is garbage. Oh, but oh. word, yeah. But no. Mark Hamill, yes. word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I I'm not gonna because I'm not a big big fan of Dragon Ball Z. I can watch it, but I'm not a big fan. But Dragon Ball. I love the original. Does love it have Dragon Ball. entire episodes where people talk without their lips no. moving? Okay. No. Okay. no, it did not. Uh, Does it have entire episodes that just drag out two people about to fight, but no. they'll throw a punch because animation costs money? No. Okay. It was not, no. But again, I'm not a DBZ fan. I'm not. I've, I've, I, I fucking tried. But uh, if, you know, if we're getting that knockdown drag out, can we make that like five episodes? See, that's my fear is that's going to be like the opening 15 minutes. And then, and then fade to black, and then the show itself actually starts. Does his soul get absorbed into the sword or some bullshit? You think she'll have to like have sex with the sword and then give birth to He-Man, and if, then he becomes you, a, like a full-grown man, and they get back together? So it's a weird incestual. If you thing? were writing, I think you it, just yes. gave me a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the show gave me cancer and it hasn't even come out yet? So. Isn't that an Avengers <laughs> issue? <laughs> Someone gives birth to themselves. No, that's Spider-Man. The, oh, okay, there you that's go. also the whole. Uh, Hope storyline from Cable. Oh, there you go. Well, Spider-Man, too. Remember, he turns into a giant spider and gives birth to himself? Yeah. Comics are weird, kids. No, what was Comics it? Are weird. No, it was like 97, 98. It was uh, Marvel was broke then. They were throwing shit at the wall and hoping something stuck. Yeah, yeah. the 90s got weird. 90s got really weird. But hey, they made Blade, which led the way to the greatest thing ever put to film. Blade, Blade Purple 2. Rain. Boogaloo. <laughs> I mean, anything with the two, you have to call it electric boogaloo. <laughs> now that's uh. a shtick. <laughs> what if it just has two in the like the title, but it's not actually a sequel? It doesn't matter as long like, as it's like the letter. Who's talking no, no, no. To it's got to be the number G-O-O. two, not like yeah, like that. Look who's talking to electric boogaloo. It's, it's got to be a sequel. So it's got to be the second, like Hot yeah, Tub Time Machine two. Yeah, electric boogaloo. But the title for Who's Talking Two is T O. Oh, it's garbage. Yeah, yeah no, I think, it's absolutely I think it was the number two. Yeah. first one though. Mighty Ducks two, Electric Boogaloo. Mighty Ducks two, Electric Boogaloo. Batman two. I'm just it's returning. What, it's, what if it's what if it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? Electric Boogaloo. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to trying to figure out the quantifiers here. So it's Batman. It's not Batman Returns. Electric Boogaloo. No, it's yeah. just Batman Returns. Yep, it's like three men and a and a baby two electric boogaloo. What a random example. <laughs> Farther the bride so part two that, electric boogaloo. There you go. The cheaper by the dozen two electric, electric boogaloo. boogaloo. Okay, it works more than it doesn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, before Travis corrects us, it was the sequel to Little Men and a Baby was Little Men and a Lady. So it doesn't quite Who work fucking yeah. Three men. Travis will. Three men in a little Fuck off, Travis. He liked Parasite and all that other bullshit he was supposed to like, so... <laughs> I want to see off. Parasite. I still haven't watched it. It just sounds so dumb. So, I 
think we've He-Man, we're all in agreement this is not the He-Man we wanted. No. Uh, I, don't want, but, but, I don't want but, She-Man. Yeah. yeah. So, once again, like you said, you know, Mark Hamill, Skeletor. Kudos, great. Bam. Awesome. But, I'm into it. no matter how bad it is, and we're all pretty much agreeing it's pretty much oh, going to be bad. real bad. As long as he doesn't have a ponytail. Oh, he will. We're, we're still a little above the last attempt at a revival. You don't like Space He-Man with I the ponytail? I don't like Space He-Man. But they Space turned the power sword into a, or the sword uh, of power into a lightsaber. No. Come on. So, Who's the one? He ran around space with like no shirt. What was it the look you have against ponytails? Nothing. Well, the guys, yeah, I hate guys, I hate ponytails. No, I hate man buns. I don't mind ponytails. I've had an inversion of guys with ponytails since I saw High Fidelity in my junior high, so... God, I love that movie. That fucking Ian guy. God, I love that movie. Why the fuck did they make a TV show? Hey, that's perfectly on topic. <laughs> High Fidelity is amazing because it's a romance movie from a guy's perspective. Yes. It's a Hulu series now. Fucking segue. And they've With changed shit. Yeah, and they changed the lead character to a female at first uh, because uh, uh, the, the um, the main character is Zoe Kravitz, yep. and her mom was in the John Cusack movie. So at, when I first just saw the image, I was like, "Oh, did they make like a sequel series to High Fidelity?" And she's like the love child of John Cusack and her mom's character. That'd be no, no, no. It's the same novel adapted into a series, and we changed the male lead into a female. Mm. Get woke, go broke. Which takes away the entire interesting show. Every time I say it, you're supposed to repeat it. I, I am. Yep. Just do it. Get. No. get we're, we're get breaking, woke. Breaking, when I say get woke, waking, when I say get woke, gonna, you say go broke. Wait, we're, we're waking not, and baking. We're waking. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could throw some muffins or something in the oven. I guess I don't know. Yeah, we're talking two totally <laughs> different things. When I say get woke, you say go broke. All right, let's try it. Get okay. woke. Go for broke. All right, that's close, close enough. enough. I'll take it. We'll, we can, it we'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'll, I can edit around that. Can, can we? Can we go back to the important conversation here? Are we waking and baking? No. You yeah, might. I'm not. Not that aware of. I'm not baking at the moment. Is I it? had to take a drug test at work yesterday. So I'm no. waking in edibles, but you know. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm waking and taking a shit. Know. As long as the no, series has the telephone joke, I'm happy. John, why are uh, you I'll, naked? I'll watch it. The telephone, telephone joke. joke? Yes. Where he beats the dude. Yes. Death with the phone. Yes. Because yes. because <laughs> in and escalates in the last one. He just he doesn't even get a word out. He just picks up the phone and clocks him across the face. Don't they hit him with an air conditioner or something too? I don't remember an air conditioner. I remember the phone. And the I, phone I, is I hilarious. I out loud in the theater. Well, the oh, question I want to know: Will we see Molar, the attorney and dentist? God, I hope not. <laughs> it was a robot chicken sketch that then they, the the oh, shit. Who was it? Um, not Super Seven. The toy company, Maddie Collector, turned into an actual action figure. Ah, Mola, M O slash L A R. Molar, attorney and dentist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. no, that's no, not no, the dumbest character in the Motu line. And that's <laughs> honestly only the second uh, dumbest dentist to ever be on television, right behind Isaac Yankum, DDS. Uh, Mid 90s wrestler portrayed by Kane. That's the truth. Okay. Where he had a fucking perm. He no didn't have joke. a perm. No fucking joke. He had a perm. What's his real name? Mayor. Lynn Jacobs. Lynn Jacobs. There you go. Uh, I got Jacobs. I couldn't remember. We one. share a birthday. No matter what the topic is, Cohen will find a way to bring it. The mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee? Wrestling. Bring wrestling yeah. in. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's like you with Trek. He hasn't like brought Trek up. Bull fucking what shit. Up. He, he name drops Trek. No, 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 no. I brought, I brought up Trekkies. Still, it's related. Trek There's no okay. Trekkies without Trek. But we didn't, or Trekkers. But we didn't talk about Trek. It doesn't matter. 
I mean, we can talk it's about six degrees. No, we're not talking about fucking yeah, seven. About I don't. About I don't. Right now. I'm just, just saying. We're only thirty minutes in. We're going mean? to do an entire state of the franchise on Trek. So hold your thoughts. I'm on Trek. sick that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out. I'm in Texas. I know for a fact. That's fine. Julian and I are doing shots somewhere. Fireball and a white claw. See if I bring you. No, not fireball. I'll do white claw. I mean, I prefer Bud Light. I'm I'm like a brand whore. I'm back on the Bud Light. You know? I don't know. Well, we have to do shots of something. Rumplements. (laughs) It's worse, but you're in now. It's better than Jägermeister, so yeah. Yeah. Alright, cool. No, let's do shots of uh, Gas Monkey Tequila. Because he's got a bunch of that to use up. Shots of uh, America. America. America and Bud Light Seltzer. I'm in, bud. Shots of Freedom Whiskey. You gotta let us know the week y'all are doing the Trek thing. Okay. Julian's gonna be in Texas. We just talked about that. (laughs) Hopefully it's next week. Let's just get it over (laughs) with. Well, next week I'm going to see Psycho. I don't know I what that means. I can feel the, the love. Psycho. Just mm-hmm. so you know. Mm-hmm. What? Can you feel the love? That's I, the movie Psycho. They're showing on UK campus for free next week. I Why? Can. can watch it right now. Yeah, yeah, it's on It's on the fire stick. I want to see it on the big screen, though. Okay. Oh. Uh, Is it Vaughn version? Fuck <laughs> no, he wouldn't waste money on that. Uh, also, we're, speaking on, of nostalgia I want, bullshit, yeah. I want, I want to rewind real yeah. quick. I don't know if a movie deserves to be on Criterion more than High Fidelity. Yeah. Great movie. It, yeah. Desperately deserves a Criterion collection, but again, the whole thing that made it for awesome was it's it's because the synopsis is like a perfect bullshit romantic comedy thing. But mm-hmm. what makes it unique is it's all told from the male perspective, which is why I love when Harry met Sally because it's the only one of few romantic comedies where, yep. written by a female, directed by a guy, you've got both perspectives fairly equally represented. Represented. Fuck you, um, Rob Reiner. But yeah. So then we take. <laughs> We did take, Princess Bride. I he love did that. the Princess yeah. Bride. He also did Death at a Funeral, which was awesome. The original, yeah. not the not the shitty remake that came out three years later. Yeah. Yeah, so we take that, and now we insert a female as the main role, and now we're just back to square one again. Like I, I haven't watched it, and I kind of refuse to because again, I I just from the image of of Zoe Kravitz, like, oh, is this a sequel series? That's on. No, no, it's not. Get woke. Um, oh, uh, I'm breaking things. Right. God damn it, Scott. Sorry. It's fun because we're on nostalgia and disappointing us, so that ties <laughs> yeah, in perfectly. Pretty much just so that that being said, we'll get off He-Man for a little bit. Um, we are in the era of nostalgia bait, and all too often that becomes nostalgia bait and switch. Um, and if you don't know what I mean by that, this is just this is a list of movies that were released in 2019, just. 2019 that rely on a nostalgia as their main marketing push i'm not saying that they are all about nostalgia but that was the big marketing push adam's family men of black international the lion king toy story 4 star wars rise of skywalker rambo last blood aladdin jumanji the next level pokemon detective pikachu dumbo maleficent Godzilla, King of Monsters, Mary Poppins Returns, Terminator Dark Fate, Doctor Sleep, Child's Play, Shaft, Charlie's Angels, Creed 2, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. That was just 2019. So wait, do we get to bitch about these now? So far this year. <laughs> Sonic, Bad Boys for Life, nah. Uh, so yeah, basically what I'm trying to bring up here, because uh, I, I was going to make a whole list of, of movies, but there's too fucking many. Uh, there's a shit ton more this year. Uh... 
Top Gun's getting a sequel Top 30 Gun's years later. Sequel. Apparently, um, Maverick is qualified in every form of aircraft the military can fly. Because Tom Cruise is magic. Time Cruise. Uh, but well, they really only had like two. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in the trailer, you know, you, you so you of course he's qualified the fourteen. We know that from the from the first. In the eighteen, one. he's qualified the eighteen, which which is not far from the truth because if he's still in, although why he would still be an active pilot at fifty whatever fucking. It's the main so question. Is, yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise you know. is a spry thirty-two. Because he can still pass the PT. He uh, runs. Uh, okay? <laughs> he runs all the time. <laughs> he does great cardio. Um, but there's also that one scene in the in the it's trailer like the where X-35 he's, or yeah, whatever he's flying the, yeah. that very SR-71 esque kind of plane because he's in that full. That's got to be the... I don't know what the fuck he's in. It would even even if that plane existed, it would be an Air Force plane. It would not be a fucking Navy plane. It's the uh, that's gonna be your last shot. That's right before the credits. I guess, or as opposed credits. Hopefully, it's, it's you know it ends with that plane you know critically failing and or and, and that's him the going pl- up in a ball of fire. That's the plane that kills Iceman and then uh, he I, starts. It, will, will it be a great? Ball of fire. <laughs> Boo! I'll see myself. Out <laughs> uh, so the reason I bring all this up is we are in a, a if you want to call it that a golden age of nostalgia. Uh, any project that can somehow market off this was already successful before. Let's push it. Now, not I'm not saying every movie I just read off is a bad movie. There's a few good ones in there. It's mostly dog shit. Uh, Men of Black International. I really wanted to like that movie. It was boring as hell. Pikachu was so good. I didn't see that, but it was so much fun. I I heard it was good, and it did pretty good numbers. Shaft was pretty much dead on arrival, even though they tried to bring in literally three generations of Shaft in one movie. I forgot that was a thing. I heard it was actually really good, though. Yeah, so they they brought back Richard Roundtree and Samuel L. Jackson and new guy whose name I don't know as wow. literally three generations of Shaft yeah, in one John movie. John Shaft, John Shaft Jr., and John Shaft the Third. Sure, I didn't see it. So I heard it had a bunch of like making fun of woke shit jokes in it, and that's why the liberal left didn't go see it and like destroyed it. Even though three generations of proud black men, I, I think the shitty marketing is what tanked that movie. Because I again, mean, they just kind of tossed it yeah. out there. Yeah, I, which I. I I'm glad you reminded me because I will watch it. I don't think I Cre- saw a fucking trailer of that until like the like three weeks before it came out. I think that's also something that hurt it. Yeah, Creed two was good, um, not as great as the first Creed, but the first Creed was better than it had any right to be. I still haven't seen Creed one. I haven't, I haven't seen Creed, Creed was again a, a great extension of the Rocky brand, but you know it it transitions Rocky into the Mickey role. He's mm-hmm. the trainer now. Uh, one of Stallone's best performances. Uh, the problem was they should have killed Stallone off in that movie and called it a day. I think you also they missed uh, Lion King too. No, he said it. Oh, he said it. Yeah. My Literally, bad. Second one on there. You need to get your yeah. fucking ears checked, man. <laughs> kind of drunk. Of, uh, speaking Give of me Stallone, real with you. Yes, we were going through our uh, our mash conversation yes. the other night when you were doing your watch through. Uh-huh. Apparently he's an extra on that movie. That's what I heard. I read that, yeah. Yeah, I, I went back and looked and, and, and I think I saw uh, there's a small screen grab like uh, in, in the mess hall once when somebody's walking across and camera's him. panning. He's like a random soldier just eating. So Well, he should stick to that because Rambo <laughs> Last Blood was a fucking abomination. I heard uh, it was like Home Alone it was, as an adult. I went into this movie hopeful because yeah, because it. Creed and Creed 2 had been so good. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is Stallone finally putting his characters to bed. Um, he did great. Again, Creed was way better than it should have been. And Creed 2, even though it wasn't as good as the first one, was still a solid movie. Uh, so I was like, all right, all right. It's called Last Blood. So I'm expecting going into this, we're going to see Rambo dying at some point. 
cool. No. It's taken. Mm. It's taken. Straight. It, it, it's it's. First of all, he has a. Uh, uh, he ends up on a ranch, uh, which we saw him at the end of whatever the fourth movie is actually called. Uh, going back to to the Rambo farmstead. Uh, it's, apparently, he has a dad alive still. Maybe. Uh, I'm pretty sure I blocked. blocked they gloss completely yeah. over that. So the, at the start of this movie, he's on a, at a Texas farm uh, with a, a a Mexican family that I guess took him in. He's not related to any of them by blood, but there's a uh, girl who he's basically raised as a daughter. Um, he's got an entire network of tunnels dug underneath the ranch because apparently Rambo was a tunnel rat in Nam. Really? Yeah. Wasn't like, everybody? Because <laughs> he's exactly the... Somebody, somebody with that build. Yeah, yeah, yeah tunnel they, rat. They would, they would send them in the dude's like 5'7"? He's yeah. a... It's like Vin Diesel. He's got to stand on a phone book to punch yeah, Don Drago. Yeah, he, he's short, but he's not small. He's I'm, not the, I'm the least, I'm the least intimidating person on the planet. If you just stand on a chair to get in my face, though, I have a hard time taking you serious. Yeah, I mean, he's short, but he's not small. Like, the man is like three and a half, four You're short and not small, but like I'm yes. not scared of you. Yes, but I'm also not going to be a tunnel Again, rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what I'm saying. He was in Vietnam. He was skinny as fuck. Well, dude, he was not in Vietnam. Well, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All that shit aside we're told in vietnam he wasn't a tunnel rat yeah we saw what he did in vietnam anyway so his the daughter goes across the border because she's trying to find a real dad uh she gets it's basically gets sold to a a, uh uh nondescript mexican cartel rambo goes across the border to bring her back it's taken i saw that movie yeah and Liam neeson was better yeah there's one big climactic action scene where he he gets the cartel to come after him and he sets up booby traps throughout his tunnel system which is just there so we can have a third act action scene in the tunnel system he learned it's like copperhead road he learned from vietnam uh i don't think he is deep cut steve earl you gotta hit me up for that one i do uh, it was terrible. It was god awful. It was like, no, this is Rambo in name only. Uh, literally, if you would have changed the title and changed his character name, I might have appreciated it more. Because he d- he doesn't even wear the goddamn bandana. Yeah. Does he does he have the necklace still? No. Oh. Yeah. None of the iconic. He he wears like cowboy. He's dressed like fucking Joe Bob the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't shoot uh, a hey man. Those shirts the... aren't cheap no. though. That's those shirts aren't cheap. No, they're bucks. not. <laughs> That's what that's on Amazon. I sent him down. This, mother- oh, I'm a yeah. this motherfucker couldn't find anything under 80 when he checked. Were they I scully? Just, huh? Were they scully or just like a generic question? No, it's a generic Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to do too. <clears throat> I don't know about that. Yeah. It's okay. I'll, I'll look find forward it. To. I'll show I'm, you. I'm not going to buy one. Well, you're a pussy. <laughs> so. <laughs> My fat ass is wearing that same shirt I wore to uh, the Death Comes Lifting. Okay. Nice. So, uh, when, when, is there a way to determine. When can I yell? Okay, do you want to, you just want to keep ranting on shitty nostalgia movies? Yeah, I really Okay, go I for really it. I'm just going to tee it up. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. This fucking movie was so unbelievably terrible. I've heard in the word, shut up. The worst part is I've heard people defending it. The absolute worst part of this movie is the fact that people are being like, oh, it's so... I saw someone that said they've watched it 16 times. Holy Who shit. fucking hurt you that you have spent 32 fucking hours watching this garbage pile of a movie? Would Sir? you rather watch it again, fly to China, and start licking doorknobs? Does he have to pay for the flight? No, I'll pay for the flight. Flip China. a coin. <laughs> Flip a coin. 
the no, I mean, here's the thing, and I've said I said it in my review on Letterboxd. I've said it to you guys countless times. This was not Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was we're flipping a coin. I caught in the air. Thor or Hulk? Hulk. Okay, so uh, the strongest Avenger. All right, all right. Hulk is going to China. No, Thor's... no, no, no. Hulk <laughs> is watching Jay and Silent Bob Hulk reboot. Hulk is watching the reboot. Okay. Thor is going to Come China. Come on, Thor. <laughs> that went about as wow. well as I thought it would. Was, yeah. So it ultimately landed on Thor. Well, going to China. Right, doorknobs. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. The Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back okay. had, had a shit ton of cameos too. Had a bunch of references, like the whole Magnolia fan was someone's name on movie Poop Shoot. That was what Kevin Smith was posting on IMDb at the time as. There were so many like little intricacies that made sense and and fit and worked for the fandom. Like, I'm still smiling at, like, the... Like, I went into the double feature. And I'm still smiling at the fact that, like, oh, the Magnolia fan thing is still cool 18 years after the movie came out. 18 and a half years after the movie came out. And all the cameos. Judd Nelson, uh, Shannon Elizabeth isn't really a cameo. Even his fucking wife Mm -hmm. works in that movie. Um, Fast forward to uh, October of 2019. I go, and I'm, like, cautiously optimistic of the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I am sitting in the double feature. That was a mistake. I should have never watched Strike Back and then gone automatically into the reboot. Because it's not, I mean, it it, it just let me down so much. Uh, the, the fucking Jericho cameo was one of the ones that got me the worst. Mm. It started off on kind of a high note where they find out the movie's being redone again. They decide to go. And it's it's Jason Lee as Brody that tells them they're in the comic shop that's in a mall that's dead. Ha ha. Here's the funny reason we didn't get to do the Netflix Mallrats series. Malls are dead in 2019. And they have the nice little... It's, they have the Stanley outfit. Apparently it's the screen-worn outfit from Mallrats hanging up in the background. Much love, much respect there. Well! Then come Fred Armisen, Chris Jericho, Matt Damon. Like, three cameos that just made no fucking sense. Fred Armisen, who is funny in stuff he does, um, apparently an absolute douchebag in real life, is relegated to an Uber driver who's making jokes about people shitting in the back of a car. Uh, Matt Damon comes in and he narrates a scene and gives backstory about what they're doing. To the point where I was like sitting in the theater and thought, it makes logical sense that he is going to be narrating the rest of this movie. And he is never heard from or seen again. Then comes Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. One of the greatest mic workers of all time. One of the greatest talkers in professional wrestling history. As a Klansman who literally takes off his mask, makes two comments directly towards the camera... And is never seen again. And one of them is a shitty joke about tater tots. It got a laugh out of Cox. Tater tots, Scott Cox. He didn't even hear the joke. I don't think he needs to know the joke. I think he's seeing how angry I am about a joke about fucking hold on, tater hold on, tots. Hold on. Tell, d- describe to me one of the biggest gets this movie got was Chris fucking Hemsworth. Fresh off Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Is, is, is cameoing in a, in, in, and volunteered, wanted to be a part of Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And what is his, his, his role in the film? Hold on, I need the hot tag for this one. Oh, there it is. Chris Hemsworth is relegated to a 
fucking holograph at Chronic Con because weed jokes are still fucking hilarious when you're in when you're nearly fifty. Fifty. I'm in my mid thirties and I feel like I'm running like running low on the edibles jokes on this show. I don't even smoke weed. I genuinely don't. I am just the closest thing we have to a stoner. You are the shaggy of the group. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I'm fine with that. Here's the thing, though. Again, I don't even fucking smoke weed. But it's just, he is relegated you to... You notice his voice go up an octave on there? Oh, as soon as I mentioned yeah. shaggy? Yeah. Prostate <laughs> exam, Nero? Why so do you think I love Matthew Lillard so much? He, he's a quick. pun. He's a white! Yeah! That's your new intro. But Chris Hemsworth is straight up a hologram telling people how to get around Chronic Con. <laughs> And then goes off on some stupid tangent while the uh, girls in the movie, which, spoiler, Harley Quinn Smith is a star. I feel gross for thinking that 19-year-old is hot, but here we are. Um, Why is that gross? She doesn't feel that gross. I don't really feel that gross. She's legal. I'd hit it. Hot tag? (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, it's just it, we're there pretending to blow him and grope him and all this stuff. Where I mean, it was so painful, and me incarnate, me in movie form, Jeff Anderson as Randall Graves, nowhere to be seen. I heard he wouldn't come back. Him and Smith didn't bury their uh, hatchet, hatchet or beef or whatever the fuck you want to call it until after the movie is done wrapping. Little known fact. No one gives a fuck about Dante Hicks without Randall Graves to be, like, the other half of that. You can't have Yin without Yang. Because then Yin just looks like a pathetic douche. The movie just doesn't work. And the so absolute... It's essentially... Hold! Okay. <laughs> the absolute worst part. The absolute worst part is the stupid self-aware bullshit where Kevin Smith is up on screen and Harley Quinn Smith looks at Silent Bob, looks at Silent Bob, looks at the fucking stage... Looks at Silent Bob, looks at Kevin Smith, and realizes that they fucking look alike. It is a fucking joke in a Kevin's like he used to be the dude who like kind of had smart jokes, and he is literally doing a Kevin Smith and Silent Bob look-alike joke. And then Silent Bob comes and beats the shit out of stupid people in a knockoff Iron Man, like original Iron Man. Like spoiler, bro. Out. Who cares? <laughs> don't watch this piece of. I'm don't gonna... watch this flaming pile of garbage, Travis. You almost blind bought this movie until I talked you out. I'm talking directly to Travis Williams right now. Show for one, people. Don't you <laughs> fucking buy this movie? We will fight. I know you bought Mandy and you thought of me when you bought it. Mandy was better than this. I would watch Mandy a hundred times. I'm still using that clip. Let me write down the timestamp real quick. And 53 minutes in, Koran admitted he will watch <laughs> Mandy over something else. Will and it's the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. No, I'm going to cut around that right. so you. It's just you talking about Mandy. Is, uh, is this your Martian? Because I totally get it. Oh, I don't, don't know if worry. you do, man. This I don't know if you Martian do. Martian rant will oh. happen at some point. Oh, I, I don't do. know if you do. Oh, I do. So it's essentially, it's the movie is just cameos of his friends. There's it's, no real plot to be discerned. It's just, it, it's, it's, so we talked about for the Star Wars um, episode, uh, that basically episode nine is lots of, hey, remember this, don't think about it. The, hey, remember this, don't think about it. The line I've used several times is where everything straight back felt organic. Mm-hmm. Everything in Reboot is just, here's this parade of my friends who wanted to be in a movie because I almost died. Does it make sense they're here? No, I don't think about it. No. Yeah. Yeah, so what I was going to ask back at the beginning of the rant 
when I got shut down, sir, very quickly. The time before time. The time before time. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to go off. That's fine. That's fine. Woo! Was that's a Julian shirt? Yeah, I didn't. Actually, no, no. I would wear that. Send me that link, please. Um, sure. Me too. When you okay. started this, and honestly, I, I, I'd, I'd heard, I'd seen something about it. You know, the the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I didn't know it ever actually came out. It didn't get a full theatrical run. It got two Fathom events. Yeah. One where you saw the movie and got a poster, and then the double feature, which yeah. which I bought tickets to. Yeah. See, once again, you, you started, you, you went into the to, to the the review um, as if you had seen it, and I'm like, you've seen this? I didn't even know it was out. That that's where I was going. Oh no, I I, 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 didn't I ended up paying. I, I bought three tickets. I uh, got paid back for one. I owed Kyle a little bit of money, so I paid thirty dollars to watch this flaming pile of dog shit. Wow, I don't feel so bad for my $20 Masters of the Universe trade now. Well, you know, it could be worse. Don't you own The Martian on DVD? I do not. Uh, how much did you pay to see that? I did not. Have you seen it? Yes. He just didn't pay for it. Fair. I paid no money to see that. Found it on Pornhub? No comment. Nice. What were you actually looking for? No comment. <laughs> Lies. One time, when I was out of underwear... <laughs> All right, and this has been Talk Nerdy to me. Uh, okay, so the larger topic I wanted to get to, unless there's another specific movie we want to pick well, no, on. No, there's, so there's one we that, can, there's plenty. There's one that popped into my, my yes. head when you no, approached this topic of, of, of uh, nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Fucking Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. Bumblebee was solid. You watch your whore mouth. Yeah, Bumblebee's a piece of shit. Okay. All right. Okay. Fight. Here we go. Paul, I need, you to, uh, I need you to text me. All right. When you hear this, so, I need you to text hold me. Hold on. Hear him out so first. So here's the thing. With nostalgia, we get, and a lot of the trailer was this. One of the big complaints that fans had from the Transformers franchise is, why do these characters not look like their G1 counterparts? Because they're selling toys. Why are we G1? not? G1? Yeah. Why are we not getting any Generation 1? Why are we not getting any, any G1 characters or anything like this? So in the trailer, we, we, we see snippets of G1 characters. and, and On was, Cybertron. Yeah, even. on yeah. Cybertron. It was like, okay, this is what you want. This is what you're getting. Yeah, for two fucking minutes, we get a great two-minute opening for this movie. And then we get to Earth, and it's just back to the Michael Bay bullshit. Earth. Earth, whatever the fuck. Uh, no, um, Bumblebee but, never gets near Michael Bay levels of bullshit. Uh, okay, fair enough. But still, we go to that same esque stuff because mm. we no because we get first of all, then we get the next five minutes of him running through the forest, being shot at by humans who misunderstand and don't know what the hell is going on, and he can't fight back. Yeah, that's not something we've not seen in Transformers before. Then we get we get the whole him and female Shia LaBeouf uh, thing going on. That yeah, that's not something we've not seen in the Transformers movie before. And then we get all the damn jokes of. I'm a big robot in a little house type shit, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm destroying stuff. Because once again, it's not fucking shit we've seen in a Star in a Transformers movie again. It was it was that 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 damn nostalgia for G1 characters that they pushed on the marketing campaign. Goddamn Loch Ness monster <laughs> that that made that movie. That's the entire reason that movie made money, and that for some reason people love the fucking damn jokes that they've seen eight hundred times before. Um, and they say it, quote-unquote, save the franchise. Well, yeah, because you gave them two minutes of something, and you went back to the same old shit we've seen before 8,000 times. But so, they did it better than no, the didn't. other ones. No, so didn't. I have to touch on one thing. The reason I gave you the look, it was like G1. Mm -hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling has a tournament every year called the G1 Classic. Ah. 
So that's what kind of you know that's not what we were talking about. <laughs> I knew, but I wasn't sure like what G one stood for no, in I'll, that sense. As a potential reboot of the entire Transformers cinematic universe, I love Bumblebee. Sadly, the producers are in a pissing match over which direction to go in, and it's not going to fucking matter. Uh, because if this movie ever gets a sequel, no one's going to give a shit anymore. If we were going to get a sequel, it should have been in production already. It should be coming out like this year. It's not going to happen. Because we would have liked to have seen more of that. Yeah. Now that this movie came out and showed, look, fans appreciated this. They liked this. They wanted more of this. Here's an opportunity to listen to that. Yeah, but even in that movie, once you get to Earth, the the bots that are on Earth, they don't have that G... There's no G1 characters anymore. You know, the, the one aircraft that Bumblebee fights is supposedly Starscream, has Starscream colors and stuff, but he never, the name is never That's, said. It's, it's, it's not Starscream. It's not. It's it, not, yeah. Yeah, because he gets destroyed. Right. And, but it's very Starscream colors. We do see at the very end, Optimus is on Earth. We do see that. Again, I'm not, I, I'm with you, I'm yeah. with you, that yeah. it, it showed us a lot, there. it indicated there was a lot more old school G1 Transformers on Cybertron than there yeah. ever really was. That's more a marketing bullshit mm-hmm. thing, which we can totally get into because I fucking hate marketing. Um, but it was a step in the right direction for the franchise. The the first two minutes were. They'd actually expand that to an entire damn movie. I yeah. feel the whole movie was a step in the right direction. Even the stuff it gets into, Good yeah, night. we might have seen some of it before. But... Maybe don't make me pass out. It was even done better than... Uh, stuff before that and i again i like the direction it was going in and sadly it was too little too late the franchise is dead it's, it's gonna get a whole reboot in five years and yeah. that's all not gonna matter so hopefully lessons will be learned from that that all we want is the shit we had when we were kids yeah. which is the point this whole thing is about yeah. is all we fucking want is the shit we had when we were kids yeah. i'm gonna bring up a movie that wasn't on this list that i fucking hate i'm not gonna rant about it i'm just gonna bring it up power rangers all we want is the shit we had when we were kids. I don't need an hour and 45 minutes of teen angst. I just want the Power Rangers in suits yeah. fighting monsters. You know how many scenes there are in the Power Rangers movie of the Power Rangers in their suits fighting monsters? One. You know how long it lasts? Less than five minutes. Now, a movie that, that used nostalgia, uh, and I think did it well, it just got bogged down with other stuff. Uh-huh. Thank you, sir. I like the A-Team movie. Yes, oh, yeah. they do it very well. God, yes. You know, we get a we get a bit of an origin how they get it done, but they get past it in Act One yeah. really quickly. The opening of that yeah. movie is the how we got together, and then we're off to the races. Yes, you know, it, it worked. It worked oh, very yeah. well. And if yeah. it had to get buried by everything else, it was a great cast oh, too that summer. Uh, I would have loved to have seen sequels, but um, and uh, allow me to like actually defend something where nostalgia worked. Okay, yeah, we can. Uh, this isn't all hating. <laughs> the Resident Evil Two remake. The the, re- oh, the video game, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the remake of that. Like, I mean, it was in a year that was low on survival horror. Um, Man of a Dam was super okay. Days Gone was a fucking disappointment. You were with me when I paid sixty bucks for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the Resident Evil Two remake reboot, whatever you want to call it, was so unbelievably good. Uh, they brought some new stuff in. They I mean, it was still the the core game, but they didn't want to give the fans just this turn for turn, puzzle for puzzle, here you are, do the same shit again, over again. Like, we're not going to charge 60 bucks for that. Which Capcom, who, you know, charges $115 to unlock everyone and every outfit for Street Fighter, 
thank you for not fucking us over. Uh, please don't do it on RE3 coming out later this year. Um, it, it worked. Like, it absolutely positively worked. It, it's a great game. It's a fun game. And all the changes they made... Two trillion percent work in the yeah, they, they, the yeah, they they made it work for modern gamers. Everything got a graphics overhaul. They even changed around uh, like puzzle solutions and stuff. Puzzle so, locations, yeah. um, different ways to do stuff like uh, getting out of the garage. Yeah, completely fucking different. So it's a new challenge. It's the stuff you loved with enough new elements to make it worth playing again. And the same could be said of a movie. <clears throat> you want enough of the same elements that you loved about the original, but something new added to it. So something like Terminator Dark Fate doesn't bring anything new to the party. Because that movie is... Every idea in that movie has been done in a prior Terminator movie. We've all seen it before. Something like Godzilla King of Monsters <clears throat> worked beautifully because it gave us exactly what we fucking wanted. People liked the, uh, the previous Godzilla movie, but the big complaint was, I just want to see Godzilla. You kept showing him and then cutting away all the time. Just show us Godzilla being Godzilla. So this movie was like, all right, cool, fine. In the opening 15 minutes, Godzilla's already fighting King Ghidorah. And that's just the opening of the movie. Like, it, it, it's like, okay, that's what you wanted was Godzilla fighting monsters. Here you go. Here's Godzilla fighting monsters for two hours. Uh, and, and everyone I know, with one exception, who saw the movie thoroughly loved it because we just wanted to see Godzilla fighting monsters. Yeah, don't overthink this shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bad Boys for Life. I was surprised with how good that movie was. I went into it thinking, okay, here's here's a bunch of over-the-hill uh, actors. This is a franchise that really shouldn't have even gotten a sequel, but it did. This is, and it was it was surprisingly good because they let the they let the characters age because the actors had aged. It's not Martin Lawrence trying to be twenty year old Martin Lawrence. It is even Will Smith trying to be 20 year old will smith anymore they acknowledge yeah these guys have gotten older they're not going to do the same kind of shtick um they progressed the story forward it, it was i really surprised that it wasn't just repeating all the shit we did before um but again had enough of that bad boys chemistry with with the leads you wanted to keep watching it and it's gonna get more well, will smith and, and, and mark lawrence have good kill on screen they, yeah no they're fantastic they, yeah they, yeah they just, they just work uh i have hopes for top gun maverick because I don't think it's going to fall into some of these traps, but maybe it will. Uh, so what, and Scott kind of talked about this, what what goes into a good nostalgia movie? Nostalgia will get you into the door. It might get you a movie, but no one just wants a movie where it wants a franchise. So how do you spin a nostalgia for a thing into not only a good movie, but into a good franchise? Acknowledging well, there may be no right answer. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, first and foremost, you, you, nostalgia is only going to carry you so far. Exactly. It's, it's going to get you, you know, people in the theater, butts in the seats, first day. After that, word of mouth is going to keep people coming back and more people coming. So it's got to be a good good project, first and foremost. And I know nobody ever, ever, ever sets out to make a bad project. You've got... You Hold know, on, you don't watch a lot of horror, do you? Stock and Bloom. <laughs> Um, yeah, that but, was a producer's reference. Uh, okay. As I know a rule. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's got to be... Pretty sure the people that made Cats knew they were making a hot turd. At a certain point, you feel like they knew it. They just wanted to see how far can we push Also, uh, looking at episode two. 
Jesus Christ, that's a hot turn too. I mean, come on, look at some of the Star Wars movies, or Star Trek movies. They knew they were making shit. Uh, you know, Will I, Shatner I, I, I never can't. believed he was making anything bad because Sky Whales, Bill Sky Whales. Hey, hot tag, hot tag. Yeah, that, that one, that one, I don't completely get. Wasn't Tom uh, Hardy in one of them fucking yeah. bullshit? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was in Nemesis. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, personally, I think Star Trek IV uh, did very well for what it did. Was you know, it was it was comedic. Sky Whales. It, it got people. That Warp Trek fans maybe to come see stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Star Trek Five. Damn. Again, I don't think Bill Shatner ever thought he was making Sorry. anything bad. What about <laughs> Star Trek Two Electric Boogaloo? Star Trek Two it's Electric true. Boogaloo is one of the best movies is, in the entire yes, Star Trek it is. franchise. Is, is it Blade Two Electric Boogaloo? It's a Star Trek franchise. Anyway, I said, is it Blade Two Electric Boogaloo? Nothing is Blade Two. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, First of all, <laughs> William you. Shatner should never have. Nothing is Blade Two Electric Boogaloo. Sorry, continue. William Shatner should never have creative control over his own damn character. No, <laughs> ever at all. No one should ever give him credit. And 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 if you need any more proof of that, then Star Trek Five. Just read Star Trek: The Return. <laughs> yeah. And any of the other the books that you wrote, Star Trek books you wrote. Okay. Oh, it's some of the best Star Trek fan fiction out there, but <laughs> one, two, one, it is fan one, two, three, fiction. Three, That's all it is. That's four. Hey, we should open. You guys talk wrestling. You talk wrestling now a little bit. I get like every third name you say now. You well, are more unless, than a casual fan, though. Unless it's NXT, because you own T-shirts and you were salivating over Finn Balor's ads the other night. Yes, uh, who was it? He could. He bought that fucking shirt. Couldn't watch the fucking game. I'm sitting there cheering. He's like playing on his phone. But then as soon as Finn Balor comes on, Woo! he's down in. In my defense, Woo! the Battle Hawks were doing better the less attention I paid. And in all fairness, every time I would look up, like how they. Oh fuck no! But let's <laughs> straight up and real. They played the Houston Roughnecks. Yeah, we should address this. Uh, who won? So there was a bet placed last week. Uh, sadly, the Battle Hawks lost 28-24 yep. to the Rico. Sorry, the Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> the Rico's Roughnecks, baby. I would feel more shame if we lost to Rico's and Here's the thing. Is, uh, in, in, like a man? Like no, no issues? No bitching? No nothing? You literally just said, I pay my bets. Uh, you, I lose nothing if not gracefully. I said I am honorable and or I'm honorable, honorable and defeat. humble in defeat. That's true, and I appreciate now, you. And now we are both enjoying some Bud Light Seltzer. We are keeping this in mind. On the eighth of March, uh, the Battle Hawks will be playing the DC Defenders. So DC Defenders are the show's team. Yeah, well, they're your show's team. Yeah, we're no longer we're not on that show. Tot Nerdy Two uh, officially is backing the St. Louis Battle Hawks as Boom. of like three weeks ago. So. Electric right. Boogaloo, baby. Cool. cool. So, we're, so we're, start thinking of your bets. Is what I'm saying. So, are we saying best friends in the world are taking on Talk Nerdy Two Talk Nerdy Two Electric Boogaloo? Yes, I can say the right name. Well, yeah, Marte. God damn it! Until Marte. we think of a better one. <laughs> yes. All right. Until we get that cease and desist letter, that's what we're called. <laughs> and then we all just use the same fucking Facebook page because we're too lazy to create other ones. It's the Pretty brand much, split. Yeah. That's what we do. We're all WWE, but Fair. yeah, there you go. And that's the our same business model. umbrella. <laughs> that's our business model. And then we can fire Scott. Yeah. Thank you God. can't fire me. But then he's going to start his I'm own company. He's the Brock Lesnar. He's it's, he's going to start AEP all <laughs> these podcasters. <laughs> Is it going to be dog shit and full of like uh, matches no one cares about besides from like five people? These are all wrestling jokes. It's okay. Yeah, it's I have no things. idea what the hell you are it's talking okay. about at all. Watch wrestling. I did, but Watch I was 10 at the time. So. Come on, you're man. 47? No, only 42. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
See, the joke doesn't work if I'm really close to the age you actually specify. I wouldn't call five and a half years close. Yeah. Wait, isn't Relative. 42 the answer to the... Yes. yes. The, 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 the answer. answer. To we, don't know, we, we don't know, know what the question, question is, but the answer is, is, is the 42. the ultimate question of yeah. life, the universe, and everything. But that's the answer, yes. That is the answer. Good God, we can't drink anymore together. We just go way too down the rabbit hole on everything. Mm, that's fine. This is this is us now. This is the show. Koron yeah. was the wet blanket that was holding us down. Uh, I'm Koron. <laughs> oh. Are you? Are you ready? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait a second, I forgot who I was sitting. Ten, I didn't forget. I take did it on two purpose. And... <laughs> I love you, buddy. Uh, so you won't be missed. It's fine. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> It's enough to get butts in seats, but you got to have more than just member berries to keep it going. Member uh, berries, member case, berries. Case in point, Jurassic Ooh, World. I'm going to call my testicles. Uh, that's from South Park, so you can yeah. steal that. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jurassic World, great movie. Uh, it, it played just enough on everyone's nostalgia mm-hmm. to get butts in seats. It honored the original movie. I'm pretty sure it completely ignores Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, which is maybe for the better. Uh, it's a straight-up just sequel to Jurassic Park, but it gave us the references like the old Jeeps, the old park is still there. I mean, it's 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 a little on the nose, but the new park, Jurassic World, is literally built on top of the old park, just like the new movie on top of old movie, whatever. And in case you didn't know, all it takes to restart a 94 Jeep is a new battery. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you need. All right. Yep. Well, you know, John Hammond spared no expense. Those were the best Jeeps ever built. Uh, (laughs) Those weren't off the rack. Uh, Anyway, the first movie did great, made a billion dollars, reignited a franchise that had been thoroughly run through the mud, and then Lost World Fallen Kingdom proved that we had had absolutely nothing to follow it up on. Uh, It was Dino Crisis, the movie. Uh, which is, it's, it's, Hold on! Don't, yeah. you, don't literally you drag Dino Crisis down? Oh, I'm sorry that that Resident Evil knockoff with dinosaurs is somehow praiseworthy in your book. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you acting like that's not a game you wanted to play when we were 15? No, I want to play Dino Crisis 2. That's fair. Because you were on an island. That's true. <laughs> what about Dino Crisis 3, the one where they just fully admitted you're in space? I don't think I went that far. There's a reason. There's a reason. I finally remember Dino Crisis 2. Uh, where you can literally shit. hit a raptor with a taser. Wow. Nice. Yes. Fun game. You could bazooka a Tyrannosaurus Rex in that game. You have what to. more do you need story. in life? Yeah. So, yeah, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom proves that. Okay, we, the first time around, we brought some new characters in, and we brought in some new dinosaurs, and obviously modern special effects. Okay, it's enough of a repaint of the old thing. We enjoyed it, but then... Next movie comes around and it's like okay we got we, we got nothing. The first thirty minutes is a rehash of Lost World where they have to evacuate the island. Um, the dinosaurs are loose now. We've got to go recapture them all. There's a, a part where uh, Grady goes to confront Blue and for no fucking reason other than member berries, the Jeep. Sorry, the Explorer that fell out of the tree from the first movie is there in the background. Because remember that? No. Why is it there? How did he happen to randomly end up there and like we didn't walk past the road or the bridge or the fences or any of that? I don't fucking know, but remember, look, the car's right there. Remember that? Uh, and then the whole rest of the movie is Dinosaurs in a Haunted House. It was fucking terrible. And in neither movie did they find Newman's corpse. So, no. You know. Because he was eaten. That's okay, Newman the, shit. We the, need Newman shit. The movie I want is between... 
uh, I guess, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, which is going back to the island however many years later to clean it up, wrangle the dinosaurs, because in Jurassic World continuity, the T-Rex is still the same one from the first movie. Yeah, Wrangling all the dinosaurs, yeah, and building the new park. That's the movie, that's the story I want to see. Because it also, there's, and now I'm going to get super nerdy here, um, there's the thing that pisses me off about the whole new Jurassic Park stuff, because in the first movie, and in the book, there's the Lysine Contingency. Which is the animals are bred lysine deficient mm -hmm. so that they cannot survive unless they're given that protein or acid by the people on Jurassic Park. Yes. So, if, if there's no caretakers, the, the dinosaurs will eventually die off. Similar in a coma and die. Yeah. Now, in Lost World, they explain that away by, oh, there's plants on the island that have that. And the plant eaters eat that and the meat eaters eat them. And yay, cycle or circle of life, bullshit, fine, whatever. Circle of life. Sorry. Uh, hold on, I gotta write the time code down. Hour fourteen. Scott sings. Okay, one fourteen fifty. Gotcha. Uh, but this movies ignore that. So, how did the animals survive? How long were they left alone before we came back in to mop up the island? Like, these are questions nerds want to know, and by nerds I mean me. Uh, that's the movie I want to see. I don't give a shit about Owen Grady or Chris Pratt or uh, Redhead Cannot Run a T-Rex in High Heels Chick. <laughs> yeah, these are how memorable those characters are. I don't fucking know their names. I've been through two movies and I don't fucking know their names. But I know Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm and Dennis Nedry. Uh, I know those characters. You know Dennis Nedry and he was in one movie. What's Sam Jackson's character's name? Uh, Mr. Arnold. God I don't damn. know if they ever give his first name. Does it matter? Who is the uh, the Wrangler, the clever girl that gets eaten by the That Wrangler? is Robert Muldoon. Muldoon. Yeah, I knew it was Muldoon. Who is yeah. you in the book? Because at a certain point, he just says, fuck it, we're doomed, starts drinking whiskey in a Jeep, blowing up rappers with a, a Stinger missile launcher. God damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, us. Yeah. More us than so, you. So yeah, I want that movie. Uh, but no, I'm like, leading the way. You'd be firing. I'd be driving. You'd be I'd firing. Be firing. Yeah. There's loads of We're unanswered questions we could yes. go back to explore with that with that franchise, but they keep pushing this whole note. The dinosaur is released now. No one cares. I just right now, I just have the weird Al Yankovic Jurassic Park song just running through my head. Jurassic Sorry. Park is frightening in the dark. What's that to take off of? Uh, I don't know. I don't have music. No, you don't. Nope. Mm. Remember, we talked about that on the road trip. My tastes haven't evolved since, like, 8th grade, so... My, ne neither of mine. I've seen Head P 13 times. I sure am enjoying that new Blink-182 album, though. I hear New Found Glory has got a uh, new album coming out. Uh, Bowling for Soup has a song about Alexa Bliss. They do. They also did an updated version of uh, Girl All the Bad Guys Want. With Alexa Bliss in the video. Oh, so I, 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 I didn't know they had a video for it. Sure, yeah. okay. I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, but... Don't look at me, I just downloaded the entire Blues Traveler discography, so. And speaking of stuff that was popular in 94, what were you in high school in 94? How many songs did they have? Like two? Was that was a pretty quick download, right? How old were you? They had, what, one good album? You're eight years <laughs> older than me. In 94, I was nine. You would have been 17. You would have been in high school. Oh, yeah, I was in high school in 94. I graduated in 96. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. GED in 97? <laughs> Math is hard. No, no, I never bothered with that shit. <laughs> College degree? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. yeah, but I also didn't go. Oh, I did. I just dropped out three times. Yeah. I went I for half a, a semester. How is it that I've got all the fucking degrees in this room? I've got Why a degree. I'm the one with three degrees. In a box collecting dust. I've got three. 
What the fuck? Actually, no, like, technically I have two. I finished two associate's degrees. I just never graduated. I, I never filled up the graduation paperwork. Yeah, I got an associate's, a bachelor's, and a master's. And I'm doing this show, drinking Bud Light Seltzer. You're a you. masturbator. Damn right. Okay. Are you rolling your... Fu- okay, no, it's just an It's accident. a bottle koozie, yeah. No, 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 him. I thought he was rolling his fucking jeans. Oh. Oh. No. A little bit. <laughs> well, if I am, it's not on purpose. <laughs> All right. Sorry. It's fine. It's what it happens on the show. Um, again, we can... Blues Traveler. I like Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler, Blink-182, Head P.E., and... What are you looking for me? Bullshit you still listen to from high school. Uh, Tool. Tool's awesome, though, so fuck all of you. Metallica's <laughs> awesome. Actually, I, I'm Garth Brooks is fucking awesome. How many band members can you lose and still call yourself the original? Metallica only lost one. They only lost they one. lost yeah. two. No. Isn't there a new bass player? Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. yeah. Rob Trujillo. Who else did they lose? Cliff was the original. Mm-hmm. They died. And then Dave Mustaine was the original guitarist. Uh, I forgot about Dave Mustaine. Yeah. And then they got rid of Jason Newstead, and now they got Rob. Ha. Here we are. I, I, I just appreciate the fact that What's Rob... Like, I went and saw Kiss last week, and it was fucking fantastic. I appreciate the fact that Rob Zombie has just accepted the fact that all of his band members are Marilyn Manson runoff. <laughs> they are. Like literally, literally. All, all three other guys Twiggy, John Five, and who's the yeah. other guy? We're, uh, someone that played drums for Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So, That's how weird. many band members can you lose? That's still calling yourself the original. Is it, is I'm going to say as long two. As, you got the, as long as you got the, the front man, it doesn't matter. Hold on. Uh, if you're Dixie's Midnight Runners, Time. Yes. Head P literally only has a drummer that's been on five out of 11 albums and the vocalist. The vocalist has been the same guy the entire time. I mean, I'm not hating. Again, Blink's changed their lineup a few times now, so... Yeah, I forget. They're only... Travis is not the original drummer. They lost Tom on this last album. It's last two. They've had two albums now. Was he chasing aliens still? He's out there, like, sucking alien cock and believing in, like... He he and Jesse Ventura are hanging out a lot. Really? A lot. I mean, no, but they sound like they would. Uh, <laughs> A lot of conspiracy theories and aliens, man. Well, it's funny that Tom was like, they did a ranking of uh, Joe Rogan's guests, and he's like the worst one possible. Like, he's the the worst interview out of all of them. Because all he does is rant about fucking fucking aliens. If you you go back and listen to, like, how they were supposed to record an album, Mark was living in Europe, came over to the U.S. for seven weeks to record an album. They were supposed to, like, they had everything written. They had, like, all the music, all the lyrics and everything written. And Mark comes over... And they don't hear from Tom for five weeks. Him and Travis are in California. Like, Travis doesn't even live in California. They were literally just there, hanging out, like, getting ready to get their shit done. Yeah, didn't Travis live in Vegas or something yeah. at the time? Uh, Tom shows up on day 52. Mark was supposed to be in the States for 49 days. <laughs> and says he'll be able to record shortly, and then just disappears for another month. So Mark says, fuck it, and goes home. There was this apparent, like, huge big falling out to where he said he didn't want anything to do with it, blah, 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 blah. In come the dude from Alkaline Trio, and I have to touch on this for a second. Alkaline Trio was this, like, super dark and brooding, like, we are emo, we are sad, we are pathetic band. How are you going to come in and do vocals on all the small things? Money. Did he record that song? No, he's playing that live on tour. It? Okay, let's see. That, that, that's a cover of that. He's playing that shit live on tour. Who gives a shit? Is it really? 
Because I mean, if you have two of the original players and he's just doing backup vocals it's and playing one guitar third on of the cover, yeah. sure. Money talks. <clears throat> yeah. Why are all those dudes that are playing with David Lee Roth like way better and more into playing Van Halen songs than David Lee Roth is? <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, Devil Driver's doing Cold Chamber songs now. They're doing fucking uh, techno songs. Who fucking did Sale? That's I don't give a fuck. That's a terrible well, no, cover. No, no, like, well, because Dez was the singer from Cold Chamber. Uh, he was. So it's it's hilarious. Like I went and saw them in August. And half their fucking tour, half their fucking set was nothing but Cold Chamber. They've got like five pretty solid albums, and you're going to do Cold Chamber shit. You have a song, I Dreamed I Died, and you're not going to play that live, but I'm going to hear if you close your set with Loco. I figured they would have closed with uh, Clouds Over California. I fucking know they opened with that. Oh, okay. What about Villains? Villains is pretty good. Didn't play it. Are you serious? Yeah, bud. What the fuck? They played Sale, though. All you need is a Tesla coil to play Sail. Sail! <laughs> All right, we've bitched enough about music. That, that, was, uh, so, that was talk shitty metal with Cobra. Yeah. We don't talk about music enough, I don't think. Really I think we do need we to expand to. on that in the future. We can. Once we get rid of you, we'll talk more about music. <laughs> what are you going to talk about him with? Yeah. Shit that was popular yeah, in 93? nothing I'm going to talk about country and metal, and he's going to talk about, like... Dookie from Green Day. Yeah. I love that album. It's a great album. It's was 27 years first, old. It's the first CD I ever owned. I stole it from my brother. Had it on tape. Because I'm punk. Had it on tape. I That's fucking, punk. I fucking hate That's Green That's just Day. a shitty so, uh, uh, format. With that but one. I will defend Limp Bizkit to my dying day. And Papa Roach. Limp Bizkit, one of the... Uh, and f- that Papa Roach, I left before Five Finger Death Punch played because fuck them. Five Finger Death Punch is terrible. But Coolest Papa name Roach at his... that show was fucking sweet. Papa Roach is always sweet. Fucking Five Finger Death Punch. Before. Best name in the business... Worst music in the business. My friend Jesse put it best. He's like, they are not nearly hard enough to have that name. No, when you have album artwork, you have a song called "The Bleeding," where you talk about your little broken heart. Like, get fucked, Ivan. You were in Moto Grader. Like, get fucked. He was in Moto Grader. Yeah, he was the lead singer of Moto Grader. You don't remember that? Hat is coming off, (laughs) and it's on the floor. I loved the only Moto Grader album that came out, and you just ruined that for me. Yeah, yeah, I can't listen to them now. Yeah, I've been on a Taproot kick lately, though. So I do love Taproot. Their first album, yeah, first two, yeah, poems. Oh. Taproot's one of those bands that everybody like sort of remembers, but no, it was nobody's favorite. band. Taproot was the band that like always kind of struck home with the uh, like you knew some dude who was really into them, but they were never anyone's favorite band. Yeah, Mark Esham really into Taproot. But Incubus was always his favorite band. Ugh, fuck Incubus. They had two good albums. <laughs> Three. Scott, Science, how, how much does he Like every fifth no. word? Science and Fungus Among Us. I think they've mentioned three bands that I actually have, that I recognize as a band name. Incubus and? Nah. Metallica and? I know Metallica. I David like Lee Roth. You know Kiss. And I know Kiss. Kiss. I like Kiss. Yeah. Finally, we agree on something. Yeah, I like <laughs> Go Broke. Limp Biscuit was that the other man? I know. I was trying to reverse psychology, but it didn't work either. Breaking is my job. (laughs) No, I was trying to get. I got a break. I was hoping you'd be like, "Whoa, maybe." I don't know. You didn't cross with rambling about music for far too long. No, we'll have a music topic soon. Best and worst concerts we've been to. Future Top. It's gonna be a short list for me. So yeah, you've only been to like three shows. You went to see Slightly Stupid with me. I think I've been to like I've been told I had a great time at that show. Eight in my entire life. Yeah, I've been to like two hundred. I've seen my favorite band thirteen times. I met the Aquabats once. The the Scott band. (laughs) Yeah, I met Lincoln Park. They were cool. 
Uh, Max Calvera from Soulfly gave me a hug when I was like 16. That's weird. They get sweaty dread on you? Sadly, yes. On you? Yeah. Sadly, yes. Was that before? That was before Cavalier Conspiracy, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, he's apparently a douche. Yeah. Oh, he's a huge douche. Massive Most of them are. Wait, let's go back to Fred Armisen. You said he was a douche. <laughs> oh, Fred Armisen's supposed Way to be a massive ass. Why is he supposed to be a massive douche? He's supposed to be one of those dudes who, like, if he goes to a restaurant, he, like, sends his agent in first and tells him, like, not to look him in the eye. He's, like, that kind of guy. Oh, he's Kevin's... He's, uh... Who's the big fat Kevin that is friends with, uh, Adam Sandler? Role models. Kevin uh, James. Yeah. yeah. He's Kevin James? Yeah, he, really? He's Neither like one Kevin of them are, are rich or famous enough to be doing well, that. Fred well, Armisen's definitely not that famous. Well, no, 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 the no, funniest he, thing he ever did was your road trip. Yeah. Excuse him, excuse him. Excuse him. <laughs> and here's the thing, is if you're... Famous, and if you have a shit ton of money, Fred Armisen probably does because of that uh, Portlandia show mm-hmm. and SNL. He's got, he's got money. Yeah. and he's, he's got another show on Netflix that's or Amazon that's okay. And he does all that, so he probably has a shit ton of money, much like Kevin James. If you pass Kevin James on the street and he's wearing jeans and like a button-up, you're not going to know who the fuck that is. If you pass Fred Armisen on the street, you're not going to know who the fuck that is. They are the kind of person who is so insecure in their celebrity, they feel like they have. They, they have to tell you about it. Is that better or worse than drinking your own Kool-Aid? I would... What, is it poison Kool-Aid? No, I mean the uh, Jason David Frank effect of suddenly just believing everything written about you that you're the greatest Jason David Frank is at least like taking toast. videos of his fans in line and it's like posting pictures with fans and talking about how much he like, quote, loves the fandom. You love the fandom because they they're paying your career. mortgage. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would... I would hang out with Jason David Frank over Fred Armisen. Fair. Who's that limey fuck that was uh, R- Robert Brandt? No. Um, Good talk. No, who the fuck is the guy that was oh, in a... Uh, uh, Get him to the, the Greek. Greek. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, he was in that crappy Arthur remake. And yeah. uh, uh, forgetting, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Jesus Christ, well, get out of my head. Tweet. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, what the fuck is... Russell Brand. Yes. Yeah, I actually like the Arthur remake. It was actually okay. pretty decent. Um, but yeah, like... He was super famous for about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And he always made time to sit there and talk to the fans, take pictures, until he was exhausted. I hear Channing Tatum's the same way. Like, he'll sit there until he's exhausted. Take him. Respect, that's, yeah. uh, Those are dudes that actually enjoy their fans. I hate Roman Reigns, but I love Roman Reigns for that like same fact. You is, don't hate Roman Reigns. I do hate Roman you Reigns. Ha- you're a contrarian. You hate Roman Reigns because you're told to love Roman Reigns. I hate the character of Roman Reigns. I love the part. It's much like Cena in 07. Uh Oh, Professor of Thugonomics, Cena? No, no, no. That was after... That was Super Cena. 07 was Super Cena. Oh, okay. The year-long feud with Edge that almost made me turn on Edge? Ooh, that was great. The Hammerstein Ballroom when he was taking on RVD. Oh, great. And Edge speared him with the motorcycle helmet? 06. Was it 06? 06. I just remember that was part of the feud with Edge. Um, I love Hulk Hogan, but I hate Terry Bollea. Hogan's a fucking dude. Because they're different people. They are. Hulk Hogan has an eight-inch penis. Terry Terry Bollea is rocking like four and a half. That was an actual legal defense. That was a straight-up legal defense. But but no, I mean, I hate Roman in the same sense that, like, why am I going to watch a Roman Reigns match? There's no reason. If Roman loses, there's interference or some shady shit. If Roman wins, I don't care. But he sounds like a champ. Golf sounds like a champ. Dolph does sound Dolph like Dolph is the best seller in professional wrestling since Shawn Michaels. It's a false yeah. equivalency. We're not talking he, about Dolph, he though. Rocky. That's we're talking Rocky. about... Dolph Ziggler, not, not Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Right. No, we're talking about Roman Reigns. Oh, if Dolph Lundgren like, came to WWE, it'd be it, fucking awesome. As far as uh, big guys, like 
super heavyweights, Roman is probably shape. your best seller. Now, don't get me wrong. Brock was amazing at uh, the Royal Rumble. Uh, Braun can sell. Braun can sell, but he's forced to sell oh, too Braun, much. It's sorry. stupid. That's true. Um, they said Brock. Uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, uh, Brock sold well at the Rumble. Brock. 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 Lesnar. Dude, actually, the whole I've, thing, I've, it was amazing at the Royal Rumble. I've that was turned. one of the best angles I've ever I seen. I have turned. I have turned on Brock. That's fine. I'm a fan. You, you flip-flop all you want. I am firmly I'm on into Brock. fuck and Brock well, Lesnar. No, I mean, here's the thing is you hear all the stories about like Brock like, and it's just how he's booked. The same reason I hate Roman. I hate Roman, the guy that's booked. You hate Brock Lesnar, the guy that's booked. You don't hate Brock Lesnar, the dude who's paying to keep restaurants and bars open when they're snowed into places and Brock's just like, these guys need to eat, these guys want to drink, these guys need to have a good time, and he's paying money out of his own pocket to keep the places open. You hate Brock Lesnar from Vince McMahon. Yeah. Okay. You don't hate Brock Lesnar, the dude who's like going and donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to uh, children's hospitals and not getting credit for it. Yeah. Like there have been posts on Reddit of like this guy with like, this guy ran into Brock in North Dakota because Brock lives in Canada. He was coming down to the States. He ran into him at a gas station. And he was like, what are you doing? And Brock was like, I'm going to a children's hospital. He's like, I try not to publicize these things. He's like, I don't want, he's like, I don't want the publicity. I just do this on my own time when I'm not wrestling. He's like, I just do this because I want to. That's the Brock Lesnar I love. I hate the dude who's eliminating, like, I hate the dude who crushed Kofi Kingston in 18 seconds. But the dude who's paying for, like, Dean Ambrose to get hammered in 2015, I'm into that. Sure. I just loved when he looked at Keith Lee and he's like, oh, you're a big fella. Right? <laughs> that's just that one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire And I hate it because Brock Lesnar loves pro wrestling, but he's booked like he hates it. Brock Lesnar is booked like he hates pro wrestling, like Scott Cox hates, Scott Cox hates me. Yeah. No, Brock, I, he is a low-key... <laughs> Super awesome guy. Yeah. He's a fantastic wrestler. I agree with John Cena saying he might be the best wrestler of all time. Um, yeah, yeah. Cena said the Brock Lesnar was the greatest wrestler of all the time. The longer he goes, the more I'm inclined to say Jericho. I just don't like modern Jericho. Jericho is the issue is you're comparing him to 2016, which I think is the best Jericho run of all time. No, I'm talking WCW Jericho, which was amazing with the high the thousand the thousand and four moves. The man won. Arm bar. Okay, we can we can stop. We can so, stop no, 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 it's fine because you're talking wrestling, which you're bringing it back to old school wrestling. So it's still a fence under nostalgia because that's the entire theme of today is nostalgia. When is it good? When does it get you in trouble? When do you play off it? The attitude era. The attitude era is still fucking overrated. Did we ever do that episode? It got corrupted. So what we be doing? So we'll be redoing that episode at some point in the future. So I'll take the the ruthless aggression over the attitude era. Put a pin in that. Don't give all the tricks away. Uh, thank you for joining us through this trip through. When does nostalgia work? When does it not? And drunken Toron rambles. Yeah, uh, I mean that was kind of our loose theme for everything this week. So thank you for sticking with us and listening That's my to bad. us. Uh, I am Obi John Kenobi. With me is Commander Cox. Hello, Julian. Hi. Koran. Mr. Double Time. Uh, we'll figure out a new Mr. sign Mr. Double later. Time. I'm not calling you that. <laughs>